Welcome to the seventh episode of the TKG Podcast. I'm your host, Christian, and this is my co-host and only host today, Anthony. Yo, what it do? Uh, Denzel can't be here today because, unfortunately, Denzel isn't how he used to be. He's not 21 anymore. He doesn't have that uh, tolerance to uh, withstand the powers and the psychedelic effects of whatever he was taking. Anyway, so... <laughs> anyway, we've got a couple of topics to talk about here. We've got the Spider-Man movie. Now we both have seen it. Do you so, want to do spoilers or no spoilers? Oh, oh shit, yeah. So this is going to be a very spoiler-heavy episode. So if you want to skip, I'll probably put the timestamp in the, the in the description of the episode so you can find out where like to go. 20 minutes, maybe? Probably, probably about 20. Yeah. Um... Also going to talk about the industry real quick since there is a writer strike going on and there has been an issue with AI. That's not that recent. It's about, I think, I would say three months. I've been kind of like three months ago was kind of like hearing about it a lot, but it's still prevalent now. So we're going to talk about that. And um, if we still have time, we will brush on the weekend's uh, TV show. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. I'm still looking forward to watching it. I just want to binge it when everything's out. You sure? I know. I've heard about it. <laughs> I know some of the stuff that happened. But yeah. Alright, alright. So let's get into the um the first thing. Spider-Man. First rating. 10 out of 10. It's the best animated movie of the year. Just like when the first one came out, it was the best animated movie of the year. This is my opinion, at least. I would... I don't know what about 2018, because I don't remember the other movies that were coming out at that time. There wasn't really a lot of anime. They don't do animated stuff anymore. Then, then yeah. I would definitely say for this year. Honestly, I wouldn't even just say just anime. I think that might be one of the, probably like the best movies of the last, honestly, three years. In terms years. of superhero, I think so, yes. I think it might be in general. Possibly. In general? Possibly, possibly, possibly. I don't know. Because I almost started watching it it's kind maybe, of a, maybe I'm getting swept up in hype. Actually, no, I, I'm not. There are some good movies that I like mm-hmm. that I've watched recently that's come out in the last couple of years. This might sound very cringe, mm-hmm. but the Nicolas Cage movie, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, is pretty funny, but it also gets a little bit cringy. Then no. <laughs> I don't know. I like cringe a little bit. It's a good movie. Okay, so first thing that, I don't know, what do you just like think about the movie just overall? I thought it was good. I like the ending. I wish they didn't leave it on Cliffhanger. I wish we got more. Because that's when, like, the entire movie was driven by, like, this set stuff is going to happen. And it's about to happen. And then they're just like, no. We're going to leave you on a cliffhanger. And then, you know what? You can wait, like, two more years. Yeah, I feel like they should have, like, made it very clear that this was part one. Like, I know, I, I think somebody like had stuff like that online but i really feel like that should have been the title or something because there's a lot of people like even in my movie theater like the second the movie ended you just saw like people like oh boo, why why did you end it off like this and they like liked the movie like entirely up until that point because they felt like yo the last minute you kind of just like baited us into thinking that the movie's going to continue on oh yeah people in my movie theater they just really clapped and then like the thing is most marvel movies have like 
the little after credit things. And it just wasn't there? It wasn't there. I waited 15 minutes. There was nothing there. Which is very unfortunate. But if we're going to talk about the movie, we should also talk about the, the soundtrack. Because the first movie soundtrack, like, they'd play the music at random moments. But, yeah. like, the soundtrack goes hand in hand with the actual movie and, like, the emotions that they're feeling and stuff like that. Mm. Which I thought was a really great, like, great creative take on it. Since Metro Boomin was, like, um, you know, he made the entire, like, album. Yeah, I, yeah, the soundtrack was really good. Well, it sounded really great. Like, um, that was an issue I, I wouldn't say it was an issue I had with the first movie, but when I was hearing people like, oh my god, you know, Sunflower is such like a great song, and the music for this is so cool. I'm like, yeah, it's cool, but I mean, that's really all it is. It's just good music for yeah. the movie. Like, it was really just that song. Yeah. But, but when I saw, what's it called? I think it was the, the part where like, uh, Oh my god. When they were like referencing uh what's his name? Childish Game. No no, there was a villain from the first movie that died. Probably like Brother, what's it called? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, the sound effects that they put for, for him, even in the first movie, I like thought those were really good. Yeah. Like um like that actually like had you like terrified for like a minute. No, we oh the sound effects or the or the yeah, soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. The, like, oh yeah, yeah. They did that like a bunch of times in the second one. I think I think his thing was kind of for the soundtrack too, but except they would kind of like play like the first part of like the song or whatever, or like I guess the beat uh, for it, and then they would just like stop if he was only in the scene for like a short amount of time. Yeah, sure. I think the outro song was the best song throughout the whole movie. I might not remember what was. What was it? I don't remember what the name is, but like I've listened to it before. It's just really, really good. I enjoyed that. That one, or when uh, they meet, what is it, they meet up again for the first time? One in the miles. Like, what Like what would you say, um, what would you say, like, the strongest point of the movie was for you? Like, uh, besides, like, I guess, the art, which I guess we'll go into a little bit later. Strongest part about the movie? Yeah. I think it's, like, I think it's the motivation. Because one of the major, like, plot points of the whole movie is, like, he wants to be free and able to do his own thing, right? And everyone else around him is telling him, no, you can't. Every Spider-Man has a set thing that makes them Spider-Man. Yeah. But he just wants to live his life how he wants. He doesn't want to lose what he has. He wants to save everyone. Because what they saw in, what was the, I don't want to get the name wrong. The Was it the Indian Spider-Man universe? Uh, yeah. In that one, he, he stopped the canon event, right? Yeah. It destroyed the universe. If the Spock guy is going to destroy his universe anyway, and he ends up saving his dad, what happens then? Because they haven't focused on that. They haven't really focused on that. I know that there's a lot of time. And he saved his dad. Basically, they said, like, what's it called? No, they basically said, um... When you stop a canon event, like, it, like yeah, it, it, yeah, that's what's going to happen. So well, they're saying that's going to happen if he does it with his dad. But the thing is, is, um... It would happen anyway with the villain. Possibly. Well, yeah. Yeah, he would still try to destroy everything anyway. But yeah. the thing is, though... Is that, um, even with that, I think somebody was, like, talking about it, and they were like, Loki, Miguel O'Hara kind of, like, maybe, not saying he's, like, a liar or anything, but they're like, maybe he's a bit too stuck in his way about the whole canon event thing, because as he's already shown, there have already been, like, mistakes in Miles' universe. Like, he wasn't even supposed to be Spider-Man, apparently, like, the, the, the Spider-Man yeah, dropped that a lot of Yeah, but it wasn't supposed to happen. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, but that's what he means. Like that wasn't even supposed to happen, and there was no canon event that happened there. Um, there was no, and realistically, like, and I was thinking about this too. The way that Gwen Stacy's dad just like quit the force or whatever, I was like, why don't you just get your dad to not get promoted or something? That shouldn't be that hard, to be completely honest. Because they already saw, he already accepted it. Um, no, he wasn't sworn in. He wasn't sworn in. Nah, like that's what the uh, part of the end of the movie was like saying. Like it wasn't like directly at the end, but like near the end, he was like, "Yeah, I haven't actually gone through the um, actual ceremony." It was like it was more just like confirmed that it was gonna happen, but they uh, didn't have the ceremony yet. Okay, I got you. I so, mean, uh, I think one of the other driving points for the movie, in my thing, is you said he was stuck on his old ways. I mean, it makes a lot of sense, but like. What it, I mean, he witnessed, like, he firsthand pretty much caused it, so he understands the Yeah, risk. because, but the thing is, I'm like, the point of, like, what's it called? People were kind of like, yo, it's crazy that Miguel O'Hara was talking like this. Yo, you literally are not Spider-Man. You are not. You're just a guy that was, like, <laughs> You're inspired by him, bro. Yeah. You don't have spider senses. <laughs> you don't have spider senses. <laughs> you have to, like, inject yourself with shit, which I'm, I was, yeah, like, that's what he was doing. I have to assume that's what, um... I forgot exactly what people said he was, but they said he wasn't really, like, Spider-Man at all. Like, he doesn't even... He wasn't bitten by a spider or anything. No, there was something he has, like, his, like, cybernetics yeah, and stuff like that. It was I remember, like that. I remember, doesn't Miles, like, absorb a piece of his, like, armor and adds it to his own, and then, like... I don't think he... Well, yeah, he did. Before he does the epic backflip. Mm-hmm. Um... Also, the art for that um, for that movie, I would I feel a little poor or bad for those animators, man. <laughs> We're gonna talk about the art. We gotta talk about the cameos too. Yes, a lot of references to the original artwork and all that stuff when they actually go to the Spider-Man HQ and like they see all the people locked up. Yeah, Childish Gambino himself just shows up as the Prowler. Yeah, he's just, just, like, in there just chilling. (laughs) And then he's like, it's rude to stare. You can say something, you know? That and the Metro movement as as a Spider-Man was also cool. Yeah. And then, um, what's it called? Like, there was, uh, when they were chasing him, there was the one Spider-Man, like, holding the bridges. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's, that's a good part. Um, I think one of the other references I like is when they're all talking to each other about the canon events, there's the one Spider-Man that's, like, artwork very, seems, like, very, like, cel-shaded. The Spectacular Spider-Man. That was awesome. Like, from the show? Yeah, yeah, That was like, huge. Like, yeah, I saw him pop out. The Ben Riley one, that was, like... I don't know how I felt about that. Now, I it was felt out of it. place. I know, what, what's it, what, his art style, or, was, like... The Scarlet himself? Spider? Yeah. Wasn't he the one that also came with them at the end? Yeah. I don't know why he came with them at the end. I will say that I like he wasn't a part of the movie because really. I felt like I was like okay, you could have picked like someone else a little bit more important, like yeah, anyone else. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I do like uh, from like the comic book perspective. I do like his like um, backstory about how like he's a clone of Peter Parker. Yeah, but like Peter Parker thinks he's the clone and tries to kill Ben Riley, and then Ben Riley kills. Peter Parker and becomes Spider-Man. I forgot, like, it was like, oh, his, his actual, like, um... It's very convoluted. The funny thing is, well, I guess not really that funny, but, like, the way that he's acting, like, people are probably looking at him and they're like, well, look at this dude, or he's mad lame. He's, he's dramatic. Yeah. He's like, ah. Oh. 
every five I seconds. Have such a bad backstory. And then you like actually look at the backstory and you're just like, oh shit, this is horrible. Yeah, it's like <laughs> messed up. You got killed how many times? <laughs> you were killed and recloned how many times again before you got rid <laughs> God damn. Do you have a favorite like scene from the movie? Um, favorite scene from the movie probably would be just like the chase scene. Just like the entire like chasing would probably be it. For me, I think it would have to be it's between two things. Peter Peter talking to Miles saying, You're the reason I had this kid mm-hmm. and he's just like, Touch the baby. Hold the baby. It will change your life. That part and then like um when he sees when he yeah, when every uh when he gets locked up, and then Hobby is just like, yeah. and then he just blows everything up, and then dips. also like, what's it called? That's like where I was like, the artwork was amazing because they just like have some a character like that, and he's meant to be. I don't even know what like type of style that is. It's supposed to be like, I think it's supposed to be like, um, how would I say, eighties like Britain or like England and all that. They had their own artwork. Oh, okay. Like when the punk rock stuff was out, yeah. So like, I think it's like that, like kind of like the comic book type stuff where you see like pop and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that his scene coming in was cool too. Like he was just like just runs through with the guitar. And yeah, he just pops off. His backstory is also pretty funny. Uh, not really. What do you mean? The I don't backstory. like fascist governments. <laughs> and then he overthrew his best friends like. Dad. Dad, yeah. yeah. I think that, to me, I think that's a little bit comedic. Because, you know. Yeah. I don't know. The story that I saw for him, like, whenever I saw it in the comics, it never looked like, uh, what's it called? Like, any cheeriness. Like, it's a world where Norman Osborn basically won. Yeah, it's a fascist. And took to over the entire society with Venom. That shit sounds with terrible. Venom. Yeah, yeah, there was, like, um, well, not, he didn't take it over with them, but his, like, soldiers, like, had that in them. Oh. Uh, I didn't know about that part. <laughs> like the symbiotes, like soldiers or whatever, like they were all like all in black and stuff. It looked, it was a pretty cool design. Now, do you want to talk about the ending? Um, the ending. There's almost not really much to talk about. I mean, he uh, rinses himself off. All right. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't know the ending. I would say, I would say, like, what's it called? The plot twist to the ending was it was actually really good because I yeah. was like, I was looking at it for a while. I was like, huh. Why is she just not taking this shit seriously? And then, like, I saw, like, um, what's it called? The guy walked through the door, and I was like, oh, shit, that's right. <laughs> yeah. like, was... It took me a minute to figure out what happened at the end. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, yo, how none of them found him either? Like, Miguel O'Hara hasn't found him. The um, the other chick hasn't found him. Like, nobody's found him yet. Yeah, and he's just, like, there. Yeah, and I was like, oh, shit, he went to the wrong place. No, the crazier part is, like, it's like, all three of them went to his dimension, and they're just like, I'm gonna kill your dad. That, 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 and then, um, the way they brought everyone from the first movie, and the new friends from the second movie, mm-hmm. and they created a, like, yeah, their own only task force. I like was there. What, in the, yeah. The small really? Yeah. Well, how? Did he get rid of his watcher? Oh, he didn't. He got rid of the watcher. No, no, no. Well, one probably picked them up. Oh, yeah, true. 
because I mean she lost her hers, but he went to their universe, gave it back, and then went home. No, he I think someone said he actually what's it called? He made an entirely like new one while he was there because he was like randomly like uh, if you look through the scene where he comes back, yeah, like before they lock up Peter, you can see him just like randomly like picking shit up and like small tools and everything like while he oh yeah, along. so he made his own. Yeah, he made like a second one after he threw his own out, and then oh, he yeah. gave it to Gwen. That's pretty cool, though. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. That might be like the best character in the movie. He is man. the best character in the movie. He just—they're like, yo, walk in, save everybody, stop, warn Spider-Man about the Spider Society, walk out, give Gwen a watch, <laughs> give Gwen the watch, reunite everyone, yeah. topple the regime. I mean, for a guy who overthrew his fascist government, he's about to throw over a second one. But speaking of um, wow, do you have any other thoughts on the movie before we move on? No. Alright, so speaking about animation, and I guess in general, as I was talking about before, um, so, AI art and animation, your opinions on it? I don't know, because, like, Are have you, you heard about the controversy with Bungie? No, what? Like, I don't know how I feel about, like, who owns the AI art, because, like, Bungie had, like, this thing where they had a contest for, like, people to do art and stuff like that, and it could be put in game. Uh-huh. But the artists don't get credit. Okay. So, so one guy entered the art competition, and, like, now, the cutscene that they released with this last season for the story, mm-hmm. they put his art in, but they never gave him credit. I don't get the competition part, then. It's not really a competition. It's, like, a submission work. Submission thing. Well, it was a competition in a way, but, like, but if you don't give the credit, then what's the point of even having the competition? I'm confused. I don't know. It was just like for like stuff for like a book or something like that. But like they put it in game, but they never give the guy credit. But then yeah, but then that makes no sense because the at the bare minimum, if you're not gonna pay the guy for putting in work that's gonna look really good for you, you usually what everybody does is they'll put on like the Twitter page or whatever and say, hey, this is the artist that did it, so that he could say, hey, we're not gonna pay you money, but we're gonna pay you in um. In publicity, so I don't really understand how you don't even pay somebody even in for the publicity. Like, does anyone know? Like, no one knows who made that. No, they know who made it. Okay, he spoke out. He's like, my artwork got put in, and they showed like Bungie's art and then his art. Oh, I think um, I think what's it called? Like AI art is very interesting because who owns it? But also at the same time, like I don't know. I don't really know like a hundred percent like my opinion on it, or how to describe it. Okay, so, okay, then I can explain to you a little bit. Yeah. Not 100%, but as best as I probably can. AI art is basically an AI computer making an image based on other people's artwork. That's just plagiarism. Yes, but people will try to, like, hide it back. Like, no, it's it's learning, and, you know, people take references, too, but that's not really what it is. But, like, so basically, say... I just want, I don't know, a random picture for, like, a new picture, uh, like, anime that I want to make. Because you can't do it with animation as well. Yeah. And I want to copy someone's, like, style. I could take pictures from Akira. It's like an anime movie that was made a while ago. I could take pictures from that or from My Hero or something. Put that in the AI generator and say, hey, make me, like, a new image for an anime or something. And it will do that. And that's basically what people have been putting online. They've been doing all people's artworks. They there was a channel called Corridor Crew, but basically they make VFX stuff. And they were like, "Oh, you know, 
technology that will possibly like end animation, or and they like put a made an entire video of like stealing animation from I think Vampire Hunter D or something. Is that an anime? Yeah, it's like an old one, so I'm I'm not too surprised. But basically, that's what uh, AI animation is. So it's pretty much or, take or the, it's just them putting stuff into a generator and just getting something similar out of it. Yes, that's just plagiarism, is it not? It, it is, could be original in some way, unless you ask for it, like to make like an original art. But like, it's not really like like imagine the people who put like the hard work, sketch by sketch, like at work, and then like yes. this thing's doing it in like five seconds. Yeah, and that's. And that's the whole, um, and that's the, <laughs> he's not here in spirit. He's here in and that's spirit, the, um, and that's been the whole issue with it, to be honest, because what, you know, a lot of people in the art communities and animation communities are saying is, hey, not only is this like kind of taking our work, it's also, it also has the potential to make us lose jobs because, no, no, it does. Because think about yeah. it. If you go to an animation company and they're saying, okay, instead of having to hire maybe like 20 people to write, uh, to draw out a manga or like animate an episode, we could just maybe hire three or four. Uh, we can feed them a bunch of images that we've already used for our animation style and have them create a new anime. The process gets a lot more simple and you don't need as many people. And the animation industry is already pretty bad. You know, a lot of people get long hours. The pay isn't that great for yeah, hours. When, right before an anime releases, like they sleep at their office. Yeah, and people wake them up, and like they have to like pop off within like a set amount of time. Like, imagine how many lives will get like, and it, from an economic standpoint, imagine how many families will be ruined, lives will get ruined because the money that could be going towards them is being invested into fucking technology. Yeah, in a perfect world, like, like if money wasn't like. In the object, like I think it could, it would be nice, but like it's not. Yeah. So people kind of need that to live, you know. And that's also been another thing too. It's um, I feel like the way this whole thing kind of started is that people used to see the AI technology, and they were saying, "Oh, well, this is gonna make animating easier for us, and it's gonna be easier for um, like smaller time creators, I guess." But even that, to a degree. I kind of think that's kind of lazy because you're not really learning how to like draw or how to actually animate. You're putting it in a machine. You're asking it to do it for you. And to a degree, I'm just like, I don't really see it yourself as like the way someone tried to explain it. They said they're democratizing um, animation or someone said they're getting rid of the elitism that comes from, you know, people that can draw or, or art or something. But the thing is, there's no elitism in either of those, and there's no, like, gatekeeping or demo- democratizing that type of field, because that's a skill you get to learn over time, and if anything, it's kind of just cheapening it. Yeah. It's like if you found a way, I mean, it's quite literally like this, it's like if you found a way to make a movie uh, without the uh, same amount of, like, people or whatever with, like, technology, that wouldn't go down well, because making a movie is supposed to take effort. It's not supposed to be something that you... Supposed to be easy, yeah. yeah. If it was, then everybody would be fucking doing it, and you wouldn't have to fucking work hard to actually get the skills to make it. You wouldn't have to worry about getting a writer. Well, another thing we're gonna talk about real soon, or any of the other stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I agree. 
every like amount of effort that they could be putting into the, like these animations and stuff like that, like they could just buy a computer and then just click a button on a website. Like that sucks. Yeah. Like movies should be like genuinely genuine pieces of cinema where people go to the movies, enjoy it, and they see the hard work of others. Like if a movie's bad, like at least you tried your best with what you had and worked your hardest, but like if it's bad and it's animated and you have such a big budget, like, like, and you're using AI, like, what's the point? You're just trying to take a cheap way out of, like, you know, making something that could be good. Also, that's another thing, too. I don't really know how much I see it in the art because I'm not, like, like a pure artist, not where I can notice, like, all the mistakes made by a machine. Yeah. Or, like, the, like, some people just say the pieces that uh, AI art will make is just boring and soulless. I wouldn't 100% know that. But when I see some of the animation that's made from it, oh my god. It's that's, good. No, it is not. No, it's not? Yeah, it's like, it's like on the first view, you don't really notice something. And then, um... You go back and dissect it. Yeah, 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 Like, the first time I saw, like, the YouTube channel that tried to put this out, and they were, like, saying that they were democratizing it, and, oh, this is the animation we were able to make with AI. The first time I looked through it, I was like, oh, I mean, I'm assuming everything they're doing in this is intentional, right? And somebody was like, no, no, it's not. And I was like, oh, uh, then, uh, alright, I guess we'll point out the basics right now. The face got fucked up in three frames. Vincent Van Gogh, like, mangled up with No, no, it was like, you know, I don't know how to explain it. You know, like, I guess, have you ever seen, like, in a, in a movie or something, when they'll, like, try to have, like, a face transform into another one? Yeah. It looked like, like the that. scrolls from, like, yeah, 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 a little bit. It looked like that, like his, like he, like when he was like willing up for a punch, his face like flickered like left and right and everything. You know? <laughs> and I was like, I was like to a robot. Yeah, I was like, I was like, ooh, I was like, maybe that was intentional. <laughs> and um, the what's it called? When they curled up, and this is something that apparently is just something that AI is not good at doing. Um, hands. Apparently, they're not great at making them right now. Hands. Yes. So you're telling me, like, they can make a, an action scene, but, like, they can't draw five fingers? They actually do six. But <laughs> six? <laughs> yeah. But I guess humans are mutants. Yeah. But, no, it's like, um, I don't know what it is. I think they just can't get the details, I guess, fine that, you know, you know, an artist would obviously be getting. Yeah. So when I was watching it, um, he, like, curled his knuckle up, and the last two fingers folded in to each other or, like, on the, on the knuckle. I what do you like, mean, like, they, they, like, they, like, merged into themselves? Yeah, 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 like, the finger literally pulled in, like, the first, like, couple of knuckles were fine, and then the last two, like, like, it's like his hand, like, just, like, broke in, in the bottom, and it was like that, I was like, oh, shit, this, yeah. uh, this looks pretty bad. <laughs> I so, mean, it's not perfect now, but it's probably gonna get yeah, years. Yeah, in, in years, it's gonna get advanced, especially since, again, it's probably gonna be more cost-effective. But that's another thing, too. I also seen another video, and I could honestly agree with this. When they start making laws for AI, um, art and stuff, it's going to be in favor of, like, big corporations and big studios. So it's not going to be in favor of, like, smaller people that are just, like, picking it up randomly. You're not wrong, but, like, realistically, like, fair use. Uh, I think fair use is fair use. I don't think big corporations are going to have any effect on that at all. Dude, that's what, no, no, what I mean is, like, um... What do you mean? Okay, if you're, for example, 
the guys that made that animation, yeah. they used animations from Vampire Hunter D. I think that belongs to Madhouse, if I'm not correct. I've never heard of it, so I wouldn't know what company owns it. I think, I think it is Madhouse that owns it. So, basically what I'm saying is, Madhouse, like, in the future, the copyright laws are going to be for the corporation, not those guys, because they're pretty small. Yeah. So, when the, it come, the copyright law comes through, it's going to be, they're going to be like, hey, don't put that up, we're going to copyright strike you on YouTube, don't do that shit again, and we can prove that this is the images that your AI took from us to make this animation. Yeah. So... With that being said, if you're somebody that's just a random person and you're taking animations from a company or maybe even another person, copyright law is not going to be in your favor. So it's almost going to make no sense for you to even bother doing this. So that whole, it's going to be making. How long is the animation? The animation? I don't think it matters, but it was like three minutes, maybe. That's. I mean, I was going to say fair use is like five seconds. Oh, okay. But something I say five seconds but like if you're caught if it's like an, a copy for copy like like thing from the anime with the same animation then yeah you are like taking their intellectual property which is like it's right. not copy for copy the same animation it's more like it's kind of weird it's more like literally putting in that guy's work and telling the machine hey I want something that looks just like this yeah that's taking intellectual property though yeah He's changing it up a little bit. Yeah. But, like, so I was seeing that, and I was saying, okay, so now, realistically, it's not going to be, for what you guys are saying, and what I'm seeing a lot of the arguments online being, you know, in favor of AR, it's not going to be easier for people who are just trying to, I guess, have an easy way of, like, animating stuff or easy way of drawing. It's not going to be in favor of you guys in the future. Most likely not anyway. It's going to be more in favor of the companies who are just going to say, well, if we can just reuse our own, uh, what's it called? Our older animations, like the same style, and not really just have, and not really put too much work in it. Yeah, but like, it depends on the anime, because like certain animes recycle like their old stuff, but like they'll just change up the animation. I feel like as animation evolves, like, like, I don't know if you've ever watched One Piece, but like, yeah, it was crude at first. Yeah. And then it got like, they, Booked it up after like 10, 15 years. It still, it still was the same company. It just changed the style. So I mean, I feel like as if the style evolves, like, you know, oh, then they'll have to get more anyway. To yeah, the style. that is possible, but so, it is. Um, I mean, if they, they don't have to change up the animation style, but as long as you're making it like look a little bit newer, like, I guess it would depend on the company too. I don't know the. The motivations of some Japanese animation studios, if they're more profit over art or art over profit. I mean, I think I think a lot of Japanese studios are more like in it for the heart. That's what I would like to think. But like, it also depends on the person who writes it. You know, because yeah. like they're overseeing what the animators are doing. Because mm-hmm. like, how do I say, the guy who's making One Piece, he's not. He stopped for this whole month. This whole month and half of July, because he's getting eye surgery because of how bad, like, he got strains from, like, doing it for, yeah, like, yeah. 25 years. Mm-hmm. And some, com- some other, like, who oversee the actual anime, like, they just stopped at a certain point. That's why certain animes got canceled. Yeah. Like, Hunter Hunter, the ending was just like, hi, dad. And then that's it. And then he's like, there's a whole new world. They stopped there. And he's reading the manga, but they haven't picked up the show. Oh, okay. So, like, 
it depends on the studio. I like to think that, like, even though, like, the anime market is, like, real big for, like, money and stuff like that, that they have heart. Okay, but do you think this would affect, I guess, I guess, well, we, we kind of know the answer to this, but do you think it will affect, even though they don't necessarily do animation, but they do cartoons and 2D animations at times, do you think it's going to affect um, the American companies more like um, like Disney or something? I don't know, because Disney hires, um, Disney hires, like, animators from the U.S. Yes. So, they, their art style is always unique based on the cartoons. It is, but at the same time, we've already kind of seen them already start dabbling into, like, AI stuff recently. With what? Uh, the intro for Invasion. I don't know. I feel like if you want your company to be successful, you put in the work. Because that Invasion show, it sucks. The <laughs> intro sucks. <laughs> the opening. I don't know about the show. No, the, o- the opening. Like, Oh, yeah, I heard it. It's, it is. I've seen it. It doesn't look great. It's not the... The opening's not the best. It's like, what, five, like, two minutes? And it's, like, just green and black. And just, like, that's it. But, I mean, I don't know. I feel like, if you're gonna make animation, like, do some Gravity Falls type stuff. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a good intro, good story. I mean, like, make your own intros instead of having an AI do it. Because, like, that's the first show that I've seen use AI for their intro. It's not good. I mean, eventually it'll grow and learn, but, like, it's not good right now. Okay. Then I'm going to move on a little bit past this now, actually. Yeah, yeah, I think that's about it for the AR. So, now, the final thing, writer's strikes. Well, and strikes in general. I'll explain it to you since I'm pretty sure you haven't heard of it. The writer's strikes? Yeah. I mean, isn't it like they want an increase of wage because they feel like they're not getting paid enough for the hard work that they're putting in? Guild did that, and then I'm pretty sure the Actors Guild did it a while ago, also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm all for it. Drew Barrymore, what? She was supposed to, what was she supposed to host? Oh. She was supposed to host one of the shows, and she was like in support of the Writers Guild on not hosting the show. I mean, writers should be paid if it's their story writing and their likeness that they're, you know, putting into something like a movie. Mm-hmm. Then, like, they should be paid equally as like, the actors, because, like, Imagine hiring these big wig actors and like they're getting more money than and playing a role than you're taking like a time and effort to write the entire script so they can do it. Like I feel like that's just me. What do you think about the? It kind of seems at this point that the industry, or maybe this has just been going on for a while, but do you think that it's more that the industry now is, I guess, just not acknowledging the, I guess working functions of what makes a movie. They're only putting focus, I guess, on the actors. Actually, no, I'm not even sure about that, because the actors are going on strike, too. Unless, are they only going on strike because the writer's guild is going on strike? No, I thought the, act- the actor's guild was a couple of years ago. No, I never heard anything about that recently. No, I think they said they were, like, doing it in, like, support of them or something, but I would have to make sure. You can look it up if you want. I haven't heard anything about that, but, like, but, like, I feel like they're two separate. They're Two separate entities in the way that, like, actors are just, like, portraying the roles that they were, you know, assigned to be and hired to be. But, like, the writers are actually putting in the effort to do that. Because all the, all the actors have to do is, like, depending on the scene, like, they don't have to do the stunts. All they have to do is say their lines 
acted out like that. That's just me. I feel like a lot more effort goes into actually writing the piece, having teams of people nitpick and make sure everything's right. It's. I feel like they're if they're being grossly underpaid. No, I think they are. Yeah, I think it's S A G. I think is hag. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, joining in solidarity with the Writers Guild Association. That's kind of a surprise, though, because like most of the actors are just they they're in it for the money. If you think about it, maybe that's just like the bigger ones or whatever. But percent sure. I don't necessarily know how the Actors Guild Association works. I mean, if they're all taking a strike, it's good to like raise awareness that they're not being like paid by the big wig companies as much as they should be. But if an actor is getting like two million per movie, plus you know money that you get after a movie's made royalties, royalties, yeah. But writers don't get that. That's messed up. I mean, how would you feel if like? You were I actually don't know writer. I didn't know what writers didn't get royalties. I, was I think they get royalties, but I think they don't get paid as much. Yeah, that kind of would be insane because when you think about it, it's like the writing a lot of the time. Actually, no, almost exclusively. I don't think there's been a single movie where I could say the writing was a piece of crap. Like the entire writing, the plot was garbage. But I still like the movie. Oh shit. <laughs> nah, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, no, 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 that doesn't count, part that doesn't too. count, because I feel like that's more, like, nostalgia, and because, like, people were, like, so much fans of the books and stuff, that you were, like, willing to excuse a lot of shit that you saw on the screen. I'm not 100 sure about that. Nah, I'm, I'm gonna be, that might be it, because, on one hand, because I do remember, like, looking back at, like, certain Harry Potter movies and thinking about them, and I was like, huh, this is, uh, this is not as great as I remember it to be. I mean... Yeah, I read some of the books, but I feel like I feel like um I feel like the books are a lot more detailed than the movies, and that they can't put everything into the movie. I feel some of the books still have like the poor writing in it. Like honestly, I don't even think this is this controversial because I see a lot of people like start. I started like people seeing it before too. J.K. Rowling isn't that great of an author. I understand that because she's only written Harry Potter books, hasn't she? I, well, that's the only thing she's really known for. Yeah, that's the only thing she's known for. I don't know if she's written only exclusively Harry Potter books. But, um, I don't know. I've, like, seen the whole, like, strike go on as, like, the time has been going because, um, one of my friends, uh, that I work with for, like, an internship, he worked on, like, Succession. And, like, oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sick. On, like, the South Succession, uh, like, Sex in the City and stuff. And he was like, yeah, so I'm out of a job right now. Did you <laughs> like, fired him? No, no, no. He didn't get fired, but. Because of the strike. Yeah, what, what are they making shit up? That's kind of crazy. Yeah. So that didn't protect his job? Like, What is he working on? H, does, don't, doesn't HBO push out a bunch of shows? There's no way he couldn't have gotten assigned to like something else? That sucks. That's horrible, man. I'm sorry for your friends. Yeah. But I, he's still, he's cheering about it right now, but he's like, yeah, he's, like, he's not against the, the, what's it called? The strike. Yeah, he's yeah. not. He was like, yeah, they should be getting what they want. Like, some of the stuff he was talking about was like crazy. Like he said, they would put them into small writers' camps, where basically they would only be there for a couple of weeks, just enough so that they wouldn't be able to get stuff like health insurance and shit like that. No cash flow. Yeah. <laughs> <That's very laughs> you know? and, and I was like, holy shit! Like, he was like, and yeah, they were still getting underpaid and shit like that. So how much was he getting paid? Um. Please don't tell me. 
If so, yo. I don't think. Okay, I don't think that's fucking criminal. I I'm, I don't think he was getting paid minimum wage. He explained it to me once, but I'm not gonna misquote him. But I'll put it to you like this: it is enough to the point that he still has to share, like with like three roommates and shit. What do you, What do you mean by share? Like like his place. Like oh, place. Like he does not get paid that much. It's like uh. Oh, that's that sucks. They do need to get paid more. I mean, like. Writers are the backbone of any and every story. Yeah. If they're if the writing is bad in a movie or story, uh we'll, we'll put Harry Potter on a question mark, I guess. Then it's gonna be ass. Like no one's gonna enjoy a movie that has writing that's poor. Just ask DC with Wonder Woman too. That was the worst writing I I've ever seen. Watched movie. That. Lucky you. Did <laughs> 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 you not you didn't miss out on much. There was like lines in there that were so bad. That I genuinely thought that I was like in limbo. No, it was like you know what it is. Um, you know when like you're hearing someone like talk sarcastically to you. Yeah, that's what I thought the lines were. I thought they just weren't genuine. Like there's a moment she's talking with um, uh, what's her name? Yeah, yeah, she's talking with Cheetah like before she like transformed and they're supposed to be like friends or whatever. And the way that she's speaking, she's like, oh, she, oh, really? Oh, she, well, you're you're a hundred percent right on that. And I'm just like. These are lines that a person is supposed to be speaking, right? Alright, I think that should be it for the episode. We've gone through everything, right? You want to talk about the idol? The idol? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, if we got a time, we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah, we should. I don't even remember when we started recording. But, um, <laughs> two. A two? Well, like, 140. Okay, yeah, but if we're going to... Yeah, the idol. So, I haven't seen a lot of it. But from what I have seen, oh my god, that looks like one of the worst shows of all time. I haven't, I haven't seen it, but the only things that I've heard about it is, um, like, it's about, like, this dude who's, like, knows nothing about the music industry and, like, mistreats his girlfriend, something like that. Nah, it looks like, no, because he actually has a record label. Oh, does he? Yeah, 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 if you're talking about The weekend, then. No, no, I'm talking about the character, like, the plot of it, yeah. Oh, like, oh, I thought you were talking about the character of the weekend funny, because that, that dude is, like, are you talking about him or more? Yeah. Yeah, that's no, no, he, does, he does. Oh, he does? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he does, and it's mostly centered around, like, the girl that's in it that you, like, see in, like, all the promotions and stuff with him. Yeah. And he's trying to, like, pull her on her label, and he's manipulating her and stuff. And I don't know, like, like, hearing about it, it like, when I saw the trailers, to be honest, I had a sneaking suspicion that it was going to be bad. I didn't know what it was, but it just gave me that vibe where I was like, this is going to be a yeah. little bit ass. <laughs> um, like, it like just gave off, like, I wouldn't even say Empire vibes, but I actually thought Empire looked like good from like the first trailers that I saw. This, I did not feel that at all. So I was looking through and I saw that. And then the first thing that I hear about when my like friend talks to me about it, because he was a big weekend fan, he was like, oh, you know, it's cool if you just like, you know, if you just want to, like, be off to, like, softcore porn or something. It's... You know what I mean? I was like, I was like what? What are you talking about? I was like, what What, what do you mean? And then I was like, alright, maybe... I was like, maybe he's just, like, tripping or something. Then I look at a video from, like, Critical. And he was Which like... Critical? Yeah. And he was like... And he was talking about it. He was like... You know, if you... If you like to... If you're one of those dudes that, you know, you just... You just lose your mind over seeing titties or something. <laughs> and, and so I guess I guess the show's for you. <laughs> Yo, I have not seen the show, 
I don't think I want to watch it. <laughs> it sounds kind of ass. No, but I mean, you heard what Tito said. He was like, if you watch it like a comedy, I mean, it's probably going to be good. <laughs> he said that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, that's right. You were here. That was when, um, that's when, um, what's it called? It was me and Antonio there. That's basically what it wasn't. You know what? Let me just show you the clip to show you the level of action <laughs> that's there. I might actually put this, like, on because... Because, <laughs> like, because, like, you would think it's good based on the music, because his music video is really fucking good. But if what you're telling me isn't true... Let me catch you looking at it again. Catch you looking at it again. I'm not going to catch you looking at it again. I'm sorry, I'm not going to catch you looking at it again. I'll fucking drag you down all day. Oh, your fucking ass is fucking... Stomp you. I'll fucking curb stomp you. I'm sorry. I'll fucking curb stomp you. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not sure what you're interpreting, but... Let me see it. Let me see it. It's so stupid. That's a real scene, bro. A That's real a real scene. scene. There's no skit there that wasn't. <laughs> the only scene that I've seen is like is the one where where they say, "Oh, you're not a real um, uh, you're not a part of the music industry. You're just like some wannabe or something like that." And he's just like staring off, at staring at her for like a minute, and then that's it. That's all I've seen. Not nah, and then um, what's it called? There was a part that that what was called Morse code explains in the video, and I heard that. And, okay, so first, I was hearing people were actually trying to cancel the weekend over this. Or, like, not over that scene, but the, uh, so, like, certain parts of, like, uh, the show in general. Like, where I guess, like, he was in, and not, not in real life, but in the show, like, forcing, like, women to, like, have sex or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, I think, and I was like, bro, what? It's just acting. This isn't real. Or whatever, right? And then I had. Was it, like, was it like a rape scene? Or like... Not really. It was more kind of, like. I don't know how to explain, like, you know, like, kind of how, like, people, like, in the industry at times would say, like, oh, the way some people, like, got, like, into certain positions, they had to do certain things. Yeah. But, I mean, they have to consent to it. They're adults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, but, like, that. And I don't, I don't condone that regardless. Still. Like, that's, yeah, that's yeah, of course. But, basically, um, the reason why, like, people were kind of upset about that, and I was like, oh, it's just acting, it's just, it is what it is, and then. Uh, I I heard like one of the scenes explained right, and I kind of changed my opinion a little bit. Not gonna lie. <laughs> so there's like a scene where I might cut out the first half of all of this. I might just talk about this just for the sake, depending on how I feel. But um, he was basically like he was like talking with her, and she was like playing one of her like songs or whatever, right? He's like, see, I don't I don't believe this part. He's like, what 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 do you mean? He's like. I don't believe you know how to fuck right. <laughs> That's not acting. Yo, hey, man. That's just, not acting. I was, That's I was not like, real. I was like, nah, what? And then he was like, and his friend was like, yeah, so so after that, he takes off her robe, and she's like, ass naked now, and he ties it around her throat in a noose, puts it over her head, and like, cuts out like, a part where like, her mouth is supposed to be or whatever, and he was like, now sing. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Yo, this is the cringiest shit I've ever heard. So, I was like, what in the 50 shades of gray am I listening? Like fucking her while it happens? So no. <laughs> no? <laughs> no. How are you going to say you don't know how to fuck and then just put a towel over her head? I guess because um, uh, Tiano said basically because, like, I guess, like, her whole turn-on thing was, like, getting choked. So she was pretty much, like, kind of getting suffocated by that. 
Did you watch the show? I did, bro. What the fuck? Oh my god. You want me to get up to locate Yeah, I would. Actually, hold on, hold on, hold on. Alright, so I need you to do us a favor real quick. I need to explain some of the the scenes from uh from Idol, bro. <laughs> right, this, really? is, this is from all right from yeah, memory. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, hello. Well, uh, you're not in frame, by the way. No, no. Just sit by your bro. Just sit by your bro. Just sit by your bro. You got it. <laughs> I gotta understand what you're talking about. I'm very confused. Okay, right, what do you want me to explain? Okay, so the I the bathrobe scene. The bathrobe scene. Okay, so there. So Jocelyn's sitting at like this Mac Studio thing, yeah. like where they like recorded the song and shit. Yeah. Uh, she brings uh, Tedros or Abel into yeah. the studio, and he's like, "Man, this ain't you." This is uh, they basically he basically says that he, she doesn't know how to fuck through the song, and she's like, "I definitely can." I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, "Oh, really? Okay." So he takes the bat, takes the bathroom, puts it like over her, like drapes it over her, yeah, and then ties it so that it chokes around her neck. And he does this because she's into that. Yeah. <laughs> and then he cuts a hole where her mouth is. And then he puts her up to the mic and says, sing. And they make an alternative version, <laughs> which you hear in the se- the beginning of the second episode, which has a lot of, a lot of moaning. <laughs> and yeah, it's, is it worth, is it a show worth watching? It's if you watch it as a comedy, it is. As a comedy, it's the funniest thing ever. I'm telling you, you you can't watch that as a regular show. You have to go into it knowing it's it, thinking it's ironic and thinking it's a comedy. <laughs> That's the only way you're gonna enjoy it. Is it. You got any other highlight scenes from the show, man? Uh, I, uh, there was one from episode two at the end. You know, there was the one that was memed where it's like him zooming in on like his face where okay so they're like he goes to her house again and it's like the whole his like whole posse basically and they fuck around in like her bedroom and stuff and or just him and her him and her uh, and again they he puts on like a blindfold on Jocelyn and he <laughs> He basically just tells her to shake like her ass and stuff and everything, and then he's and then it zooms in on his face, and he's like, "Oh yeah, shake that tiny pussy of yours." Oh yeah, that's why. So how you you still want to watch that show, Anthony? <laughs> I burst it out laughing. You still want to watch that show, Anthony? <laughs> no, honestly, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't. I thought it was just gonna be like the music industry. <laughs> what I'm not. It's 
fucking not. It's fucking crazy. You have to be in the right mood set to watch that kind of show, really. Like, you can't just watch it off the bat. Anthony's gonna be watching that in the room with the door is locked <laughs> with headphones. Yeah, I think I fucking might. You know, light, like... <laughs> 3 a.m. Nobody is alive right now. 3 a.m. No one's fucking home. My fucking door is locked. I'm just gonna put it on the fucking TV max volume. <laughs> Concern every neighbor in the vicinity. But it's only two episodes off so far? No, three episodes right now. Actually, no, the fourth one came out this Sunday. Uh, Sunday yeah. yeah. So you and haven't watched it? I haven't watched the fourth episode. So I'm, I'm watching it with a friend. I think... Next episode's the last episode. Really? Five episodes? That's what I hear. The five, fifth episode's the last they episode. They canceled it? They canceled the sixth episode, and they canceled the second season. Are you surprised? I'm not, I'm not surprised, really. Is he paying for it out of his own pocket, or? I have no idea, dude. But, I mean, The weekend knew it was going to be a, a bad reaction. He literally said, he was like, he just yeah. just keeps posting it on his Instagram, like, title, episode four out. Yeah. And posted a bunch of music for it. the music's all right, like like it's pretty all right, but like the show, you know, it's a different breed. It's an acquired taste for sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so so rating on the show, like a seven. Like it's okay. And that's <laughs> a high ass rating, bro. High ass rating. It's just seven like, out of like ten. Okay, six. Does that sound better? Six out of ten. That entertainment value must be insane That's for a, you, bro. Yeah, I was gonna say, you must be getting fucking <laughs> three beers in and I'm fucking laughing at that shit, yo. Fucking crazy. You're laughing your ass off, bro. I'm telling you. Alright, bro. It's, um, it's like, it's directed. No, this is the fight. It's directed like a horror film, but the writing is a comedy. You get this very stark contrast with everything that happens. It's great. <laughs> this is the um, this is the seventh episode for the TKG podcast. You can see this come up on Spotify probably about like July. I think it's going to be July eighth. I can put it out, so you'll see it then. I'll be putting stuff on YouTube as I've said probably for the last couple of weeks, but this week is actually yeah. happening. Not gonna lie, it's actually happening. I'm just like, need to put like all this stuff in like each category and each like playlist or whatever. <laughs> so you can check us out on there. Follow the Instagram. Exactly. Follow the Instagram at at TKG underscore podcast. I need to look at it for a second so I'm sure. Alright. Well, that's it. Bye. <laughs>